I hate a New Year's resolution, but I do love a goal and an intention for a year. And everybody does, but no matter what we think, say, how stupid, corny, cliche it is, New Year's always feel like times to like clean slate, right? It's like a Monday morning, like it's a clean slate. You get to start over. Um, and no matter what, 2021 is going to feel like that more than ever, even though it will be a What's up, ladies? Welcome back to the Just Realize podcast. I cannot believe that this year is almost over and this is the second to last episode for the podcast for all of 2020. I swear this year has been like the quickest year of my life because I think we were in like this perpetual state of waiting for shit to change. But anyways, as we wrap up this year, I'm super pumped and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about in this episode. I wanted to share all of my um, productivity hacks that I've been using lately, things that have been working really well in that space, and the process that I've been doing this week to really plan for 2021. And I know we've learned that we cannot plan for things, but to me, having a plan like makes me feel better. And in a past life, I was a certified project manager, so I'm all for a good plan but I always felt like I lived in this space of being super creative and also super like particular about my plans and like constantly being organized and running plans so I just thought today's episode would be a fun one as we wind down the year to talk about productivity hacks planning setting goals um intention setting manifesting all the things and I was just gonna share my favorite top tips so my mantra that again one that is plastered in front of my face in my closet on my wall and our mantra for this week is action creates clarity and I 100% believe this and I've always believed it and that is one of my gifts and one of my curse curses is that I am really really good at taking action and I'm really really good at getting shit done which is a good thing but the shadow side to that is I um, do a lot of things like impulse and I am so good at checking a box that I will um, forget about myself or leave others in the dust or like knock them over to get to that goal to make sure I achieve it. Yes, it has brought me to places of success, but at the same time, it has also made me not feel really good inside. So now when I approach my planning, I really just try to make it this sacred kind of experience and create a sacred space and I'm just doing it as a roadmap if you will knowing that at any time things can change but for me the part of about having a plan makes it easier to change and pivot if that makes sense I love to have plans I love to be organized because that makes me feel calm and centered And then if something should come up, now I have the plan already there, right? And I can just tweak the plan instead of like creating a whole new plan. So that's why I love planning. And I know like annual planning seems really, really big and really, really scary. But I don't know. I kind of love it. And also like side note, I was going through. So I've been collecting notes over well I'm always collecting notes in my phone I have little journals everywhere I've talked about this before 
I did this whole series back over the summer. I think it was in the beginning of June, a styling my life series. And I went through my process on how I style my weeks, right? I use a planner. I've posted about it. I, that's one thing I haven't been like consistent about sharing those hacks there. But it's basically the exact same process, but I just did it like on a yearly basis. And some of the tips I wanted to share today are the things that have really, really, really helped me get clear on what I wanted to do with my life and how I wanted to step into the styling business. And it was such an aha for me because I really don't believe some of these things I was practicing without really even having a plan and without even knowing where the fuck I was going. But yet it brought me to this place. So as I go through these hacks, don't think for one second that like, for me, yes, this year feels really good because I'm stepping into a new space. I'm going to be running my own business. I'm really, really fucking excited and I'm going to manifest the shit out of my life in 2021, right? But don't think for five seconds that you have to have and know exactly what you want in 2021. Do it from just how you want to feel, I don't care. That was me literally a month ago. If you guys have been following along on this story, literally like November 11th, I had no fucking idea what I wanted to do with my life. And then by the end of that week, I started to gain, gain ugh, can't even talk, gain clarity. And it was simply because of some of these things I have been talking about recently that I just did. And I was just relentless in my pursuit to just keep up with some of my favorite planning tasks even though I didn't know where the fuck I was going and I was just trusting that the more I planned that I would get there and I would know and then I got there and I know and I had to change everything right and I'm slowly but surely changing everything to integrate it into the space that I want it to be so I'm super super grateful that everything came together at the end of this year because New Year's no matter what you say or believe or think I hate a New Year's resolution but I do love a goal and an intention for a year and everybody does but no matter what we think say how stupid corny cliche it is New Year's always feel like times to like clean slate right it's like a Monday morning like it's a clean slate you get to start over um and no matter what, 2021 is going to feel like that more than ever, even though it will be a major extension of 2020. And probably my guess is that a lot of shit will not change immediately, and maybe this time next year. But we know that now. And we have that insight heading into this new year. And we can plan with that insight heading into this new year. So I'm really, really excited. So I want to talk about that. So this is my styling my life year-end goal abundance planning session and I just want to share the things I've been doing to really prep again for me this is like personal prepping and business prepping so take whatever pieces feel good for you and I do want to share like a little bit about this so I talk about this a lot all the time right manifesting our thoughts how powerful our thoughts are things like that but when I went back into my journal from last year and I looked at the goals that I wrote in the beginning of it, I used the, um, what the hell is this planner called? The Freedom Mastery Planner. The Law of Attraction Planner, I think it is. I can post a picture of it and put it in the show notes. That's the planner that I use. It, my microphone's sitting on top of it, so I can't open it <laughs> to tell you exactly the name of it. But it's the same one I used last year. In the beginning, you jot down 50 goals 
they could be lifetime goals, yearly goals, monthly goals, whatever they are. So mine were a combination, right? Some of them were like things I wanted to accomplish immediately, things that I would have loved to accomplish in the year, in my life. Like I have a big dream one day to go travel to Egypt and do all of the things. And yeah, I know I can do that, but, um, you know, I had little kids and different reasons why, you know, I couldn't just like make it over there, but like, I am going to go there before I die. It's a bucket list trip for me to see this Sphinx in real life. Uh, Cause I've seen the one in Vegas quite a few times. <laughs> Anyways, that's a whole nother story. So the reason I'm telling you this is I went through and I looked at that list before I started planning out and like writing my personal goals for this year. And before, for me, it was really a big like reflection um, session and just like all the things. But one of the things I wrote on there, and I've been talking about this and I shared this in a live last night, is one of the things that I had written down for the year was that I would be self-employed by the time I was 40. Now, I wrote this probably this time last year, so December 2019 of last year. So I was couple weeks away or like two months away from turning 39 when I wrote that and my goal said that I wanted to be self-employed by the time I was 40 I had no fucking idea how I was gonna do that like if I being 100% honest like yeah right but they say you know power of intention and manifesting write the shit down and like it's supposed to happen put it on your vision board and like just really think about it all the time and like the universe will create all the scenarios that you need to happen to put in place for the shit to happen and even if they feel wrong or scary at the time you know what are we looking at I am self-employed and I will be 40 in about eight weeks I think it's in February I'm a big fucking birthday person so you will hear me talk about birthdays non-stop from now until about March because myself my son and my husband all turn have birthdays within six weeks of each other starting in the end of January and my poor daughter she won't have a birthday until the very end of May but we do birthdays we do birthdays big I've always been a big birthday person but now that I'm even more so on my self-love journey and self-acknowledgement journey, birthdays feel even more and more special to me. So there always was a piece of me that knew that birthdays were important. But that's what I want to say is like, I wrote that down in my planner. And even though like at the time, if you asked me, I probably really didn't believe it. Uh, here we are. Everything fell into place. I, you know, lost my job, got laid off. In some ways, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was joking saying I've manifested the pandemic because my company actually moved. And that was a big piece of some of the tension there. It's like my company relocated and they wanted me to move. And I just had this overwhelming sense of a gut instinct that said, don't move. Like I literally was looking at houses for weeks on end, had a real estate agent in my house. And I just one day she was talking to me and I just had this like, someone just like hit me in the head feeling and it was like don't move and I was like I, I'm not gonna move so then when the pandemic hit and we all started working from home I was joking saying like oh look I manifested this so I wouldn't have to commute to work every day because the whole commuting and the working from home policy was such a big issue with our company during the relocation then I mean really clearly I manifested all of this right then I lost my job which again did not feel good at the time but I do believe was a manifestation I always felt that 
it was supposed to happen, even though it did not feel good in the moment. Of course, it was a huge blow to my ego to be laid off all of the things. And I've been really open about unraveling that over the last four months. But then like right in the nick of time, like right when things were getting ready to shift, I got super clear on what I wanted to do. And then here I am running my styling business and it's been fucking amazing. And everything lined up for that moment. And I know that's what it's supposed to be because A, I can just feel it in my heart, but B, things are constantly aligning. And the more I believe in this manifestation process, the more things are constantly being shown to me every step of the way and giving me the confidence that I need to take on something so fucking scary in the new year. So I know that was a long way of saying, write down those fucking goals. It's really, really important. I 100% believe that if you want to make some change in your life, you need to write down those goals and focus on those goals and just take little actions to them. And look, you won't even realize how things are happening and working out for you. And then one day you'll look at your vision board and be like, oh shit, I am self-employed by 40. And it's really funny. And I'm going to stop talking about this in a second and get into my top tips. But the part that really gives me the chills every time I think about that phrase of being self-employed by the time I was 40 is I was writing on little whiteboards every month. So like I did January 2020 and I wrote like my six big goals for the month and they were personal, they were professional, all of the things. And my did this for January, February, March. And at March, I stopped because that's when the pandemic hit and it felt like none of my goals were ever going to come true. And the pandemic has been a really life-opening, fucking, busting experience for me. And when I go back and I have not erased this board today, right now, still have not erased this board, my goals were like, you know, go on one date night. That's always a goal for me every month. And I know it sounds stupid to be a goal, but life happens and then you'll be like, you'll let the date night slip. And then all of a sudden, it's been six months, you haven't had a date night. So that like connecting with my kids, probably something stupid about losing weight or something. I can't or no, I think it was eating healthy. And then the last one on there and in quotes and like starred said, be self-employed by the time I'm 40. And I that was on that board and that was my goal for March, which I don't know why because it's not like the goal was going to happen in March, but it was there and I never erased it because I just thought the irony behind that just blows my mind and gives me fucking chills every single time I look at it. Anyways, let's hop in to the tips, but the point of this whole thing is get crystal clear on what you really want. Don't forget, you can always change it. But the more clear we are, the easier it is for these things to pop up in our lives, the easier it is for our brains to attract the things that we need in our lives. I know you guys know how real that is. Like when you think of something or when you're buying a new car, you see that car everywhere. And I totally believe in that. So I'm just going to kind of walk you through the planning session that I had recently as a prep for 2021 and share my favorite tips and like some productivity hacks that I've learned from other people. Some of this stuff is sessions I've had with my therapist, some one-on-one coaching, and it's just like all of this coming together. So my first tip for a big old styling your life 2021 intention setting is set the damn mood. Okay, this is not work. This is fun. This is our life. This is planning our fucking dreams. This is not 
hard work. Set the fucking mood and have fun with it, okay? Light some candles, okay? You have to light a candle. I don't know why, but candles are life for me. So I always light a candle. I have my one favorite candle. It's an anthropology candle. Very expensive, but I just found a knockoff. And I always light that candle. It smells amazing. And it always, no matter what, like transports me into this space where like it, it immediately sends a signal to my brain. So like, I don't know, dream big, get creative, whatever. So set the mood, light your candles, get your journals, get all your fun pens, like make it fun and like something that you can really look forward to. I like to always put on focus music. I like to do it with my AirPods so that I can like drown out the rest of my house, but like whatever works for you. But I highly recommend like get your crystals, get your incense, whatever works, surround yourself with your favorite things. Maybe it's pillows, maybe it's tarot cards, maybe it's your golden girls tarot card, whatever that is for you. Like make it fun. Have your favorite chocolate, maybe some fresh flowers, anything that's going on, obviously some water, you know, maybe your favorite kombucha. And just like make this a really fun, like I blocked off the whole day and just like I didn't take any calls. Um, I didn't do any school work. <laughs> just try to make this a really fun experience. And I swear if you just set the mood, like the rest of it's going to go flow. It's kind of like a romantic dinner. Like you have to have the lights down low and have some candles on and then like everything else just flows from there. So tip number one is just set the mood. Then I said, I've been collecting little notes because I'm a weirdo like that. And I just constantly write down my thoughts, especially after I get out the shower. My brain goes nuts in the shower with like creativity and ideas. So do like your brain dumping, your journal, go through your old journals. You know, I just talked about that a little bit and kind of just like sit with yourself. Maybe this is a spot where you want to meditate. And for me, you know, it's journaling. I'm working on the meditating thing. I go in and out of being really good at that and kind of think like, what do you want, right? Then number three, and this one is funny to me because I can't tell you how many people in the same week was like, you should mind map. You should mind map. Have you ever done a mind map? Oh, you know what, Katie, you need to mind map. And this was like right I'm going to say October-ish, end of October, early November, when I was definitely starting to spiral a little bit, right? I'd been out of my job for two months, did not feel like two months, did not feel like I was going to have all this time that I thought I would have if I didn't have a job, probably because I was homeschooling and just like kind of depressed. So my therapist had said it. I had a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with my girl, Chelsea Reif, that like she's one of my favorite manifestation coaches and I love her because she's just so fucking relatable and just like obviously I like her because she reminds me of myself <laughs> just cool down to earth relatable but she was the one that finally got me to do it but it was right before talking to her I was seeing it everywhere like my therapist was like mind meant what you want mind meant what you want in a job mind meant what you want in your life and then I saw something on like social I'm sure that one of my friends had said she had just mind map and I was like I just can't mind a map and let me tell you where my breakthrough with this came do you know the part that was holding me back about mind mapping and I'm gonna give you permission right here too the part that was holding me back of mind mapping is that every time I had seen one or done one in the past, you know, they have the little bubbles. You start with the one big bubble and then you draw the little spokes off of it and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I hate the bubbles and I could not like wrap my head around 
writing in the damn bubbles. I don't know why. And I was on the phone in this session and she was like, then do it in list, Katie. <laughs> Whatever works for you, do it in that outline form. Just fucking do it. And I was like, oh, that's right. I don't have to do it. Like everyone does it traditionally. And I don't know why sometimes we need permission to let go and to do the simplest things. So I'm giving you permission right now. Whatever mind mapping feels good to you. But I do recommend doing them in different sections. So like if you have a personal life mind map versus a business mind map, or maybe you have some corporate goals because you're still um, working in corporate America, whatever that looks like for you. I do think keeping those separate, or maybe you have one big thing in the middle that just says my life, and then you do the three buckets, and then those three buckets just go off shooting, whatever feels good to you. But mind mapping literally changed the game for me once I finally did it. And I'll tell you why. So I got all my thoughts out on paper in a different way that just wasn't journaling. And the mind mapping to me looked and felt easier to take action on, if that makes sense, right? Because I just bulleted the actions out. Then what I started doing, because here I'm in this space where like nothing feels fucking clear to me. I don't know what I want in my life. I started taking those mind map things and picking three a day that I was going to do. And I started just doing them each day. So each day, just doing three. So you can apply this to your life if you have clarity. You can apply this to your life if you're planning your yearly goals, which I use the same method for mapping out my business plan for 2021. And I just started breaking it down. Well, first I broke it down kind of like, I'd love to get this done in this month, right? And then I took all those action items and then broke them down weekly and daily because some of them get really, really into the weeds. Like for me, obviously a big one is like creating content. So what do I want my content to be about this month? And then breaking it down by week and then breaking it down by day. And what do I need to do each day? But if you're in a space right now where th- you have no fucking clarity, just start picking things off that list and doing them, right? Because the the things on that list came to you because they are you, right? They're things that you feel attracted to, that they're the coincidences that have popped up in your life. They're little signs. They're little telltales about the pieces and next steps for you. It's like um, somebody once said to me, keep following the breadcrumbs, right? They're your little breadcrumbs to the next thing. So just pick a couple of them off and then do them each day. Then what I did, which really, really helped me back when I was in that weird space of, do I go back and look for a job? Do I start my business full time? Like, who the fuck am I? Do I take a shower? (laughs) I'm joking. That's my number one rule, no matter what. Do not skip the shower in the morning or your shit will be fucked up for the whole day. I don't care what anybody says. The days I don't shower and get myself dressed, even if it's a casual work from home, if my fucking outfit doesn't match and it's not like literal, just something I was sleeping those days are super non-productive for me. But anyways, what I did was when I was in this weird space, which I'm going to continue to implement um, for my business and things like that, and just for my personal life styling, is I assign each day like a thing. So for example, for me, I'm only doing podcast interviews on Tuesdays, right? Podcast interviews take a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of prep 
for like getting your questions ready. I don't know why it feels bigger and scarier to me to show up on a podcast doing an interview than when I'm talking about myself, even though I thoroughly 100% fucking enjoy it. And once I get on there and start talking, I am rolling. But there's something that feels really big and they're longer than my usual episodes too, right? So I got to block out a little bit more time. So I designated Tuesday's podcast day. Like I am going to focus on podcasts on Tuesday, on my interviews, on creating them, etc., planning, batching, whatever. Actually, I don't batch, so I'd be lying if I said that. But kind of topic planning, ideating, brainstorming, writing notes, writing show notes, whatever that looks like for you. But I broke down and I just did like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And like on Mondays, I try not to take any phone calls or do any client calls or anything like that. And I really try to use Monday as a catch up, a plan for the week, some client prep work. That's when I'll do my mood boards or whatever it is. And then Tuesday is going to be podcast day. And then Wednesday and Thursday are um, client calls days. And then Friday for me, I like to do content planning and creation. Fridays feel a little bit more chill for me. So I feel a little bit more creative. So that little process right there, fucking game changer for me literally brought me to this space of clarity. And remember, I'm doing these mind maps and breaking them down into weeks and into days. And again, this shit can change. But by just like picking a couple things and taking action on them, I am learning so, so much as I go. So a word that I've been using that has been helping me feel comfortable in my skin, take scary action. As you can imagine, starting a business is really fucking scary when all you've ever done is work. I've literally been working for someone else since I was 16. Okay. Really scary. So taking these down and just like taking these little daily tasks and plugging them into my days and like having this mind map has enabled me to show up and just do scary shit all the time. And it's also helps me feel really, really present and be in the now. And the more I'm in the now, the better I'm showing up and I'm not worrying about the future because I absolutely do not know what the future holds. The only thing I can do is like mind map how I want my life to be and plug and play by the days and the weeks. That's it. And then like if I just focus in this space, it really helps me bring clarity. It helps me do those tasks bigger and better. But by doing those and showing up bigger and better, it does tweak my mind map. So I am always going back and doing it. So that's this number three, which was like a million different things. But if you have not mind mapped, please start doing it today. My fourth tip, timers. Okay, always set timers. I always set a timer no matter what I'm doing. Okay, except for maybe relaxing like at the end of the night. I always set a timer for this because it does keep me focused. It does make sure I get up and I go eat or get something to drink to refuel my body. Use timers. Maybe like if you are going to do personal and professional, use a timer so that you can make sure that you hit all the things you want to hit. And a little hot productivity tip here that I totally got from my girl Chelsea again, because I'm telling you, I love her. She's a fucking rock star. She did this whole like, end of year planning thing not even end of year just just trying to get some of her time back in her day she felt like she's been so overextended and she uses planners and one of the questions was or one of the um tips was like you do all this planning you have your daily tasks right if you are doing calls on a day 
and you're writing out the calls in your planner, yeah, you know that that's what you need to do. But she said what she started doing instead of writing what the call was, write what the action item from the call is. Like, is it send a follow-up email? Is it send a thank you? Is it, like for me, it's always like send the mood board or send the presentation after I present it to the client. Like write what the follow-up action is in this space holder in your planner. Don't write like just call with so-and-so. I thought that was the amazing thing most amazing tip and it really really shifted me for the last couple weeks and it has that's just like a time saving tip in general right I like to have I have my google calendar all booked out but I also like to handwrite my notes and my planner because I do believe there's a lot of power in seeing your goals and your items and your tasks in your own handwriting and then last but not least My number five tip for styling your life and prepping for 2021, I've said this, I think, on every single podcast episode for the last couple weeks. At the end of the day, after you've accomplished these scary fucking things and you've done this planning, pat your fucking self on the back at the end of every day. After you've done your mind mapping, you've lived your mind mapping, you're living your dream, you're living your best life every day in 2021. At the end of every day, when it's time to transition from that state of go, 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 whether it's cooking dinner for the night, relaxing for the night, or going to bed, you pick that time, acknowledge yourself, and acknowledge all of the things you got done. And this is where I give myself the space to change is if the things that were on my list didn't were not the things that got done because a kid got sick and I had to take them to the doctor, I'm making it up. I'm not even going to say, I was going to say a pipe bus, but I'm not going to use that one. <laughs> you know, something happens, an emergency pops up with a client or emergency pops up at work. Acknowledge that. Give yourself credit for handling that situation with grace instead of saying, oh, I didn't get the fucking three things I wanted to get done today. Acknowledge what you did get done because if you didn't get those things done in your list, it's because you got something else done. So acknowledge that and then go back and tweak it and keep going. So I hope that helps you guys a little bit on as you set your goals for this new year quick recap number one set the mood right number two do a little self-reflection check past last year's journals what goals did you hit which ones didn't you hit which ones do you still want to hit this year what feels good to you and then mind map the crap out of it that helps me get so much clarity And, you know, you can mind map to the quarter, you can mind map to the week, you can mind map to the month. Ultimately, I mind mapped mine to the day. And that's where I started getting clarity just by picking things out and adding it in there. Number four, always use your timers and make sure that you're following up on your tasks really clearly that you know what they are. So you can just knock them out and get them done. And then number five was acknowledge yourself because at the end of every day no matter what happens no matter what you got done you kicked ass right you showed up you kicked ass so acknowledge yourself because if you don't no one else will and the more you acknowledge yourself the less you need anyone else to do it okay that's my number number one I should have probably started with that one but always make sure you're doing that and if 
this is a space that you're really, really struggling with. I wanted to share one of my other resources that really got me through the last couple months is it was a book that I was reading and one of my good friends just got it and sent me her notes and some of the um, exercises that are in the book. It's Designing Your Life. It's by, let me see, I wrote their names down, Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. I believe they're Harvard professors and they started teaching this class and they said that you should approach your life with a designer's mindset and not a designer like fashion stylist designer, but as a designer who creates products, right? And just trying to solve problems, which is what fashion designers do, but you know what I'm saying. Think of yourself as a designer, as an architect of your life, right? And what's working, what's not working and like start nitpicking and start tweaking and that's why I started I don't remember if I got this out of that book or not but using the word experiment experiment with this stuff and see if it works and if it doesn't work that's all you're doing is experimenting and if the experiment didn't work that's fine then tweak it and figure out how to make it work don't beat yourself up there's no such thing as failure the only way you're failing is if you actually just don't pursue any of your dreams or your goals I honestly 100% believe that failure is an illusion. I feel like that's a whole nother podcast. Just keep tweaking it. So right now the word experiment for me is a really big word because it makes things sound fun to me because I think doing experiments with my kids is fun. So that's like how I'm using language to shift my mindset. But again, that book was really, really good for me. It was like the perfect balance between my moon rituals, my tarot cards, my crystals, my meditating, and like this practical approach. So like if you're in this space where you're like, I'm fucking manifesting and crystalline and meditating every day, but I am not taking action because I don't know how to take action. Then try this book. It's called Designing Your Life by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans. It's blue. I can post a picture on Instagram or message me if I forget and let me know. But I hope you guys enjoyed this little end of year session wrap up on planning for 2021. This will be my last solo episode for the year. Uh, next week episode, I am going to close it out with a interview because I am going to take some time off. I am going to be on vacation and I'm really going to continue to go inward and do some reflection. And this time I'm going to focus on myself and my personal goals. This goal planning session that I just did was focused on my business, which is myself, but I also want to focus on some of my life goals and personal goals. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Let me know if you found it helpful. Let me know if you want me to go in deeper on any of those subjects or any of those topics or any of the things that I said. And just thank you. Thank you guys for showing up with me every week for this crazy ass year. And thank you for continuing to support me on my journey as I've been shifting and bobbing and weaving. And before I let you go, one thing I want to try to get back into the groove of doing is pulling the fun tarot cards, my rebel deck cards at the end of each episode reminds me because I'm going to switch the format up a little bit in 2021, but I do want to keep this piece of it because the moon rituals, the tarot cards and all that accessible magic is still very much part of who I am and how I continue to have clarity and confidence in myself. 
But I wanted to pull a card from this deck, and it's really funny, is because this card fell on the ground, and this is the second time this card fell on the ground. And since it's the holiday season, I feel like this is one that all relates to us right now. And a funny little reminder to eat your fucking vegetables. Eat some shit made by Mother Nature. Because <laughs> if you are anything like me right now, it's all about the Christmas cookies, candies, desserts, everything um, peppermint for me right now. So go eat your fucking vegetables. And I hope you ladies have an amazing day. And I will talk to you soon.